the radio show that helps you lead a healthy lifestyle. Well, healthy is our main intent, but sometimes we get wrapped up with fast results and sometimes our brains tend to short circuit and we forget what our main priority is. And that is to lead a healthy lifestyle. Um, We are a society that wants things fast. Um, You know, we we are products of of touch and deliver. Um, uh, In my book, uh, Girlfriend's Guide to Weight Loss, I reference the um, impact that uh, the society has on our desire to lose weight fast. And, you know, this is one thing that we can't expedite. Um, And with this uh, phenomenon of wanting to lose weight fast comes the marketing world. And the marketing world is going to take advantage of that. And they are going to plummet in on the heartstrings of people that are struggling with this. And because this is something that we work so hard on, Um, Making it seem faster um, will certainly cause people to dive in to what will get the weight off fastest. So uh, today I'm going to talk about what the recipes for a complete diet disaster are. And believe it or not, the one that is trending the most and the latest or maybe just the loudest diet obsession that's transfixing the internet these days Um, that claims it will help you lose the weight and reduce your appetite, uh, reduce your blood sugar levels, and even improve your memory. So easy to follow and sounds great, right? Um, it's, It's too good to be true. And in fact, your friends probably have all lost weight this way super fast and your cousins, uncles, kids, and and what better way to do this is, is something that has worked for others, um, and something that you certainly want to try. Um, and this is the low carb phase, um, low carb keto. Um, there's, there's so many different ways to label this. Um, it has come back. It has boomeranged over the decades, uh, with different twists to it, but no matter how you look at it, uh, it boils down to cutting out carbohydrates. Um, Familiar story, right? Uh, So Atkins is back. Well, we're we're going to kind of break this down today. And um, I'm going to talk about how 
this low carb diet actually was discovered um, and how it works, what the science behind it is, and what the sustainability of it is, and what the dangers of it are. So this new obsession is not new, of course not. Um, it is not Atkins. In fact, oftentimes people get confused between the Atkins diet and the South Beach diet and low carb diet and keto. Um, well, yes, they are all, um, they all do fall under the same category of low carbohydrate. But this new obsession um, called the ketogenic diet or keto for short, um, is lovingly called keto, um, is popularized by actors and Instagram stars. And it is the same one that you've probably heard of um, by your friends and their cousins and their cousins' uncles that have all successfully lost weight. Um, recently, in my own uh, program that I run of my uh, website, www.getyoufitfitnessandnutrition.com, I uh, added on the application when people sign up for my program, have you lost weight in the past? And I actually added a survey on there that, that indicates uh, which, which plan you have lost weight on before. And I've listed all the popular ones. Um, I've listed Weight Watchers. I've listed Keto. I've listed Atkins. I've listed Whole30. And I've, I've put them all down on there. Uh, interestingly, and uh, honestly, I wasn't planning on using this question for this podcast, but since I had the data, um, I pulled up the most recent 300 surveys. And of the 300 surveys, um, over 250 people uh, have said that they have lost weight on the keto diet. Um, and I will reveal later how many of them have kept it off. Um, so it is something that a lot of people have tried. And if you believe uh, a diet is supposed to be a varied landscape of all things, the world has to offer in moderation, keto, keto may not be the diet for you. So let's find out if science says it's worth it. Uh, the history of keto goes back much farther than you would even think. In fact, much, much farther than the fat-fearing era. Uh, believe it or not, in 1921, it was observed that fasting decreased the incidence in seizures amongst epileptic patients. So as scientists and doctors were trying to decrease epileptic seizures in uh, patients, they noticed that uh, by causing this long amount of period of no food, uh, that, that it actually caused um, this, this drop in seizures. And actually there has been evidence that as far back as 500 BC, this was a method that was treated uh, used to treat seizures. Well, around the same time, it was discovered that metabolic change was also caused 
to control seizures that occurred when a patient stopped eating carbohydrates. So around the same time, they noticed that when a patient stopped eating um, and also stopped eating carbohydrates, that there was a metabolic change that occurred. So there was, it was, there was an endocrinologist um, that found that there were compounds of, of certain elements uh, that were detectable uh, during this fasting time. And therefore, he conducted a lot more studies on patients. And these compounds were classified as ketones. Um, and, and the absence of them put the body in a state of ketosis. Uh, anybody that's been on the keto diet or has read about the keto diet, it is the state of ketosis that your body falls into um, that causes this fat burning uh, exchange to take place. Um, so, so in a sense, uh, doctors were trying to come up with a way to fight childhood epilepsy, and the ketogenic diet was actually born. Later in the late 1990s, Dr. Atkins revolutionized this diet when he primed the very famous Atkins diet. And food manufacturers and consumers had cut fat out of their diets, but obesity rates had continued to rise. So fat was cut out of their diets before the 1990s. And you might remember the old snack wells phase. Um, and that was when, when everybody thought that taking fat out of your diet was the way to lose fat. Well, obesity rates have gone up. And Dr. Atkins then introduced this amazing new theory. And then Americans decided to cut the carbs out of their diet. Well, this is an astonishing, astonishing um, uh, statistic. And, and if, if you are listening to this right now and you are in the 40-year-old and uprange group, uh, you are definitely going to be able to relate to this because in, um, in, the, in the early two, 2000s, 10% of the country um, was starting to eliminate carbs out of their diet. Uh, so, so we're looking at uh, 20 years ago, people were becoming carb conscious. Well, in 2010, 25% of Americans uh, began watch, watching their carbs. And so now here we are, 2020, and uh, latest studies show that 40% of consumers are watching their carb intake. So Atkins was able to build an industry out of his carb advice. Um, and, and the Atkins revolution is the one that cranked out all of the low carb meals and snacks. And uh, it was actually the one that pretty much put this $1 billion industry uh, into the market. So despite the horrible side effects that include fatigue, constipation, excessive thirst, bad breath, and of course the dreaded, dreaded meat sweats. Um, there was also the fact that the diet was extremely unsustainable and that the Atkins uh, nutritional filed chapter 11 bankruptcy in 2005. Um, and ironically, it was the year after Dr. Atkins himself had a fatal uh, heart attack. Um, in New York City, 
right there on the sidewalk. Um, believe it or not, despite all of that, um, America is still looking at 40% of people that avoid carbs. And so why is this, you might ask? It is because weight loss does take place when you reduce carbs out of your diet. Um, and, and so Atkins kind of faded away. The label of Atkins faded away. And then the new trendy bulletproof diet idea of ketosis hit the shelves. And, and better yet, um, the, the, the awesome bulletproof name um, made its way with the bulletproof coffee that kickstarts your fat burning in the day and, and all of this amazing marketing, um, you know, took over and consumers listened and they watched people lose this weight and really in no different of a manner than the Atkins way. Um, keto, uh, Sometimes, uh, you know, people have lost weight on keto. Uh, they brag about how much they could eat so much more and still get to lose weight. Um, and basically what happens here, the theory is that your body will take um, the, the fat that you eat and turn that into the energy that you, that you use. Your body fat becomes the energy that you use uh, to throughout the day. Um, a common belief among these keto advocates is that your body will switch to a burning fat um, on keto mo mode. And now you are taking the body fat that you have on your body and basically using that for fuel. Um, but what they are not seeing is all of the negatives that go along with this diet. Um, calories are calories. And the ketogenic diet, the keto diet, is uh, an ultra low carb eating style that promises weight loss. Um, and it does help with blood sugar. Um, however, it is not all rosy due to the restrictions. And I'm going to kind of go down through all of these restrictions because I really believe that, um, like anything, we have to look at all angles of, of something if we are going to commit to it. Um, so here are the reasons why people fail off the keto plan. And, and if you are going to commit yourself to this, um, these are the reasons that you need to make sure might be uh, in your in your future. Um, so going back to that survey, and if you're just tuning in, um, you're listening to Get You Fit Radio, WHRULP, um, with your host, Irene Cook. And I um, revealed that an overwhelming amount of people um, uh, close to... Uh, my gosh, nearly almost the full 300 um, of, of people that I surveyed uh, that had just joined my program, uh, asked them, how many of you have lost weight before and, and what type of 
meal plan did you use? Um, and more than 250 responded that they had lost weight before on the keto diet. And um, unfortunately, all of them had gained it back. Um, and so before I, I, I warn you about the dangers of the keto diet, um, I do have a statistic here. In 2017, a thousand people dieting, average loss after three months on the keto diet uh, was 30 pounds, which is amazing. Um, average pounds kept off after a year. So they lost 30 after three months. Um, a year later, um, five pounds average was kept off. So most of it was regained. And then the average after 18 months um, was zero. And so of these thousand people, um, an average of zero was kept off. Um, now keep in mind that means an average. So some may have kept off, um, but then there might have been some that regained all and then some back. Uh, 2017, same year, 1,000 people uh, lost weight on a traditional diet, a balanced diet. Uh, that includes all uh, levels of complex carbs, proteins, and healthy fats. Uh, after three months, an average of 21 pounds was lost. Uh, kept off after 12 months was 18 pounds. And after 18 months was 15. So as you can see here uh, on this statistic, that not only was it kept off after a year, but furthermore, kept off after a year and a half um, for, for many reasons. Not only is it more sustainable in the, the methods and in the foods that you're eating, but uh, in the way that it changes your metabolism. All right. So why is it that, that this diet might not be for you? Well, first off, uh, you do eat a lot of protein. And yes, yes, you do need protein, of course. And and I know that this might be appealing to some people starting out, and this might be a reason for you to want to do this diet, especially if you're really digging the steaks and the burgers and the pork tenderloin and sausage, um, which are all keto-approved foods. Um, so, so this is not bad, but too much could be a bad thing. Um, protein should only make up about 15 to 30% of your daily calories. And so, uh, you know, taking in too much of this could cause um, and have some negative effects. Uh, kidney stones could form uh, by having too much protein. Um, people that overproduce protein could also uh, stall ketone production, which could actually defeat the entire purpose of why you're doing this. Um, the biggest one is people eat too many calories. Um, when you are on a keto diet, uh, there are no restrictions on portion sizes and uh, you aren't learning how to eat the right amount of portions. Our society overall has portion distortion. Um, we, we are always um, overeating 
and we're always underestimating the amount of calories that we eat. So, so if you are on a keto diet, you aren't ever really learning um, what too much food is. And so those of you that, that are going into a keto diet or a, a low carb lifestyle that think that you're going to do this to start, um, which by the way, that is, is the way that it is recommended to do start out with a keto or low carb and then transition into a traditional eating, um, lifestyle. The problem is, is that you don't ever learn how to portion and you don't ever learn um, what an appropriate portion is. Um, another another uh, negative is that you might not be eating enough calories for the same reason. Um, I, and I know that might sound like a contradiction, but uh, just like eating past your calorie limit, um, you might not be getting enough of something. Um, and if you're only focused on eating proteins, uh, you might be lacking um, fiber and you might be lacking some of the essential uh, minerals and vitamins that your body needs. Um, this this next one is a, is a big one, and uh, and no matter how often people say that they're not going to do what's called dirty keto, um, uh, oftentimes people that do keto end up eating a lot of junk food. Um, as as the diet has gained popularity, the desire for keto, for keto approved products has increased, and and these these products has grown uh, louder, the, the popularity has grown louder and companies are answering, unfortunately, with junk food. Um, and so you're seeing a lot of pork rinds and you're seeing a lot of bacon and you're seeing a lot of, of um, preservative-like uh, sugars that aren't good for you. And so um, if you're doing this low-carb lifestyle and, and you are keeping it clean, meaning uh, whole foods, then, then that is a different platform. But uh, most people are just eating, like I said, a dirty keto. And uh, this goes into the next one. You know, you're not balancing your, your macronutrients. Um, many keto dieters are only eating um, animal products and high fat ones. Um, you're not, they're not including their, their uh, green leafy vegetables and other nutrient dense Plant, you know, plant foods. Um, you know, people are skipping their their vegetables and definitely skipping their fruits because of the um, the sugar content, and and because of that, and especially if you are someone that loves fruits and vegetables, um, it it puts you into an unrealistic state, and and is this something that you can sustain? Um, and this then springboards me into my next one. Um, keto uh, participants tend to cheat a lot because you are having to adjust without certain things such as bread, um, pasta. And I know there's a lot of keto pastas, but there aren't keto watermelons and there aren't keto apples and there aren't, you know, keto grapes and cherries. And so, so with that being said, um, you know, a couple of handfuls of, of things that you can't have on a low carb diet um, will cause your body to fall out of the state of ketosis, which is the whole point of you doing this. Um, and, and, and because of this, you will fall into the uh, regain category. And so when 
you fall into the, oops, I'm gaining this weight back, um, then your metabolism um, is, is tanked and you fall off the wagon. And then the next thing you know, you become one of the 95% people that um, statistically will gain back this weight. Um, I've lost weight. Uh, I lost weight on Atkins back in two, gosh, 2002. I was right there with everybody else. And uh, yeah, it was the best thing in the world until I decided I, I couldn't live without watermelon. And and uh, it's, it's not something that is sustainable. So once again, uh, do it right the first time because there is nothing worse than um, losing a bunch of weight and staring at a closet full of clothes that you will never fit in again. And believe me, and, and, and page back to my, my podcast about losing weight the second time and third time and how much harder it is. Uh, when you lose weight on a diet like this, you will cause metabolic damage. Um, when you gain the weight back, uh, you're gaining it back in fat. Um, you're losing it in muscle, gaining it back in fat, making it that much harder to lose. And uh, now you've created a bigger problem. So, so not only are you faced with a closet full of clothes that don't fit, um, but you have a slower metabolism and you have to start over. So before you start a diet that sounds amazing and, and your cousins, uncles, friends, neighbors have all lost weight, um, see if they've kept it off. And, and, and look at the statistics and, and very few have kept it off for a long, long time. So don't start something that you are going to have to start over and over and over. Um, the three little pigs, the, the one that built his house out of brick, he did it right the first time and his house is still standing. So realistic and sustainable the only way to be. Enjoy your day and have some watermelon. It's good for you, but measure it. <laughs> have a good one. I'm talking here and now. Let's go. Your time is running out. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. It's not about what you've done. It's about what you do.